You're listening to Church on the Park Inspiration Podcast. Brought to you by Holy Fire. And broadcasting from the heart of Brisbane City, Australia. Speaking today is Pastor Glenn Gerhauser. Without any further ado, I'd like to share with, share with you a message God put on my heart for this time. So, I'm going to pray, and then I'm going to lead you in a prayer. Something we do at our church is we, uh, we put our hands on our hearts. So, actually, we, we could do that now if you're open to it, if you could put your hands on your hearts, and we're going to pray a prayer. Just, it's a simple prayer. You can repeat after me. Dear Jesus, speak to my heart and change my life in your precious name. Amen. And Father, I pray that you would give me the words to share, that they would bring us life and light, and that you would be glorified and everything said. We thank you for this occasion. We ask for a great blessing on Yushi and Davina and little Joseph. Amen. Well, today I want to share a short message entitled, The Joy of Being Born Again. The Joy of Being Born Again. And I want to talk about five miracles you experience when you are born from above. Now, when I look at Joseph, I think of joy, especially during the dark time of COVID and the pandemic. In that dark time, in that time of uncertainty, Joseph was born. And he had a bit of, you know, it was a struggle for him in the beginning, uh, but he came through that and he has this beautiful smile Every time I look at Joseph and Anna looks at Joseph and the rest of the congregation, he brings us so much joy. His face, his smile, his sweet spirit, it gives us joy. And so I know that uh, just seeing Joseph, the new birth of Joseph, has given me joy. And I want to tip my hat off to Yushi and Davina and all of their hard work in the toughest of times to give birth. They never knew that, hey, we're going to give birth in the middle of a worldwide pandemic. <laughs> but, but they did. Jesus said, you must be born again. It's in John 3, 7. And before that, in John 3, 3, Jesus answered, and said to Nicodemus, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Now, this is, these are words that I struggled with as a, a young man or becoming a young man. And somebody shared with this with me, and I thought, Oh, I don't like that. I don't like, you know, what does that mean? And, and I don't like that. And I never really desired 
to be a pastor growing up. Why I'm a pastor is because God changed my heart. And I experienced this miracle of this new birth and this joy, which I'm going to uh, share with you. But it was never my intention. I grew up on Long Island, New York. You may know that place, not far from where Jerry Seinfeld grew up. You guys know him? <laughs> so if I have an accent, that's why. And not far away uh, from where I grew up, too, you have Mariah Carey and uh, grew up, too, too, but a little bit before. Uh, she was there a little bit before my time. And uh, in, this, uh, in this place, and I never expected that God would send me to Australia and to hear, to, to share God's word. So first I want to say that what's the first miracle that happens when you are born again? This Jesus said, you must be born again. What is this? And I thought, as a, a young man, I was a good person. I thought, hey, I believe in Jesus. But then somebody started to share with me, you, you need to be born again. So I fought with it. Eventually, God spoke to me and changed my heart. And so the first miracle that happens when you are born again is you have a new heart and a new spirit. Has anybody experienced that? A new heart and a new experience. God gave me a new heart and a new spirit. And to anyone that calls on him and asks him for new life, God gives you a new heart and spirit. And it's, it's a birth, just like Joseph was born, but it's a birth as we are older. And God gives you a new heart and spirit. It's a clean and pure heart that desires to do God's will and carry out his word. This is what Ezekiel says about this. I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit in you. I will remove from you your heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. And I will put my spirit in you and move you to follow my decrees and be careful to keep my laws. So here's something that God does. It's God's work. He gives us a new heart. We have a heart of stone, a hard heart, but he does this heart transplant. And this is one of the miracles of being born again. We have a new heart. He, get, he, puts us in, uh, he puts in us a heart that is soft toward him, that wants to do his will. And so when I was born again, God changed my desires. I always thought pastors were strange and weird, but now here, here I am. <laughs> but God changed my heart. Anna's my wife, and she was singing with the guitar, and we have four children four children that are here today. The oldest one is 21, and the youngest one, oh, almost 21. He'll be 21 next month. I'm already thinking in advance. So uh, his birthday is the 19th of June. And then our youngest one is seven. That's Valerie. And each one of those births was an extraordinary experience. When Gideon was born... What struck me, and I'm going to talk a little bit about each one and their birth as we're thinking about Joseph's birth, too. And, and Joseph's birth was quite amazing. It didn't happen in a hospital. Where, where's Yushi? There, there's Davina. It happened at their home. 
at their home. Could you imagine that? And Yushi had never been a part of a birth before. And when Joseph popped out, he was worried. Because <laughs> they look a little bit different than what you see on TV. <laughs> and there, there's uh, Yushi. And he delivered, he delivered Joseph like he would catch a, a rugby ball. <laughs> amazing. I thought it was amazing. I said, I can't believe it. He was born in your home. And then later they called the, what did you call the midwives and, uh, or the midwife or the, the hospital, make sure they're doing everything all right. Now, I was there when Gideon was born. This is going back 21 years ago. And the thing that struck me when Gideon was born was how loud he cried. And the nurses, where's Gideon? He won't like me telling, yeah, there's Gideon. He won't like me telling this story, but the nurses were like, Boy, he's got a voice. And then when he grew up, he was quite soft-spoken. But when he was born, he let out some cry that the whole entire ward could hear. And it reminds me of when you have this new birth from above, when you're born again, that new heart that God gives you cries out to the Heavenly Father. So when you're born the first time, you're crying out for your mother. You're crying out for your father. But now when you're born again, you are crying out. You are praying to the Heavenly Father. There's a heart's cry to be connected with your Heavenly Father. And that's what struck me about Gideon's birth. Now, Allison is the next born. She was born about, uh, was it five years later? Around Most of the kids are about five years apart. And there's Allison. <laughs> and what was amazing about her birth is when she was born, and I, this didn't happen with Gideon, it didn't happen with Eva, it didn't happen with Valerie, it was just Allison. She was born, and immediately she opened up her eyes and she scanned everybody in the room. <laughs> and it was like... It was like she had been living for 10 years already, or maybe she had this, this perception and looked at everybody. I was like, oh, wow. It wasn't scary, but it was definitely, definitely took me back. And this is what happens when you are born again. Your eyes are open. You begin seeing Jesus. You, be, you begin seeing the kingdom of God. You don't just see naturally, you see supernaturally. So the first uh, point I have is uh, when you're born again, you have a new heart and new, new spirit. That's one of the joys of being born again. The second joy and miracle of being born again is that God lives within. God comes to live within you. God himself, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit comes to live inside of you. Your body is now his temple. And not only that, you live within him too. First uh, John 4.15 says, All who declare that Jesus is the Son of God have God living in them, and they live in God. And then 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 16 says, Do you not know that you are a temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwells in you? So here's one of the great joys of being born again is that God comes to live inside of you. Now, 
when Eva was born, is Eva here? Where's, where's Eva? There's Eva. When Eva was born, what struck me is she was born, and immediately she was so thirsty. <laughs> she began to feed right away. And this happens when you're born again. You become thirsty, thirsty for God, because the Holy Spirit begins to live inside of you. And there is that deep crying out to the deep of God. And you're thirsty for God. You want Him in your life. There's no greater blessing than to have the creator of the universe living in you. And one of the things I like about this place, some people don't like that there's uh, not a building. And, and, uh, but I like it because I like when we worship, we can see the trees. We can see the sky. We can see the cloud. This is God's creation. That's his original temple. And then when you're born again, God makes his temple inside of you. How great is that? What a blessing that is. The third thing that happens when you're born again is assurance. You have assurance. And you're assured of three specific things. One is that you are God's child loved by your heavenly father. Two is that you have eternal life. And three, you are forgiven. You're the Lord's new creation. So listen to these precious verses. Uh, Romans 8, 16 says, The Spirit Himself testifies with our spirit that we are children of God. And then in 1 John 5, 13, it says, I write these things to you who believe in the name of the Son of God so that you may know that you have eternal life. I remember growing up when somebody would say to me, do you know if you're going to heaven? I was like, ah, I don't know, maybe. And uh, you often hear that with people, maybe, or, you know, I'm live a good life. But the scripture gives us a promise that you can know that you have eternal life. And one of the things my pastor used to preach back in New York is he would say, do you know that you know that you know that you have eternal life? Do you know that you know that you know that you're born again? Do you know that God lives within you? If you don't, it's not based on your works. You just have to receive the free gift of Jesus Christ. He does the work. He makes you new. And uh, I'm a testimony of that. Yushi and Davina are a testimony of that. Anna here. Many people are a testimony of that. 2 Corinthians 5, 17, and I'm almost finished, and then we're going to invite up Yushi and Davina. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. What joy this brings. The old has passed away. Your sins are forgiven. The new has come. And I made a little, little infographic of this message, but it's not printed yet, but you can get it online. So if you went to brisbanefire.com, you went to the infographics page, you may not be able to see it, but this is what it looks like. This is what it looks like, guys. And you can get it online, and you'll, and, uh, you'll have a printed copy next week um, that will pass around. The fourth thing is when you are born again, you begin to experience intimacy with Jesus. 
When a baby is born, their eyes and ears are open to the world. And in the same way, when you are born again, you begin to see Jesus, like I talked about before, and you begin to hear his still small voice. Now, for our last child that was born, Valerie. Where's Valerie around here? There's Valerie, sweet Valerie. And she brings a lot of joy to my heart, too. When she was born, what I had to, uh, it was a traumatic birth, and Anna wasn't able to attend to her, so I had to hold her and keep her occupied for about, I don't know, eight hours or so. And so when I uh, held her, I didn't know how to keep her from crying, and we didn't have food for her. Uh, she, she fed a little bit. So what I would do is I would click in her ear and sing little songs in her ear. So I drew her up to my ear. <laughs> yes, Jesus loves you. Yes, Jesus loves you. Yes, Jesus loves you. The Bible tells me so. And, well, I had to try to keep her entertained for a long period of time. And what I noticed is when I sung to her and when I clicked in her ear, she was attentive and she would calm down. She could hear. Uh, interestingly, when the doctors, later on when the doctors put the contraptions on her, they said, oh, she's deaf. And we, they started to send us all literature. She's deaf, she's deaf. And I thought, well, that's not really my experience. And so, but the problem is, the machine was old, and you had the nurse banging it. Is this thing working? And unfortunately, it was wrong. <laughs> and, but I, I had a gut feeling when she was born, what, what struck me was that she could hear. And here's the good news when you're born again, is you begin to hear Jesus' voice. And what a joy it is to experience the goodness and glory of God. John 10, 27 and 28 says, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them. This is Jesus speaking. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they will never perish, and no one will snatch them out of my hand. That's good news. That's one of the miracles of being born again. Here's the last one that I want to share with you. The last miracle of being born again and that last joy is new growth and transformation. The miracle of being born again starts a process of growth and transformation. And just like we see Joseph growing and being transformed before our eyes, when you are born again, you begin to grow, transform. Well, what is the Father's goal in that growth? His whole goal is that your nature and your character would become like his son, Jesus. Jesus is the ultimate son of God. And the Father's goal is that our nature, our character, our lives reflect Jesus. Could you imagine a world where everybody reflected Jesus? Where if somebody did something wrong, we don't retaliate, but we turn the other cheek? where we live sacrificial lives for one another, where we wash one another's feet, where we help one another, where we're kind, where we heal the sick. 
where we take care of the aged and old rather than reject them and just get rid of them. This is a supernatural transformation that happens as you hunger and thirst for God, His Word, and putting His will into practice. And this is what Peter encourage us, encourages us with when he wrote, Therefore, laying aside all malice, all deceit, hypocrisy, envy, and all evil speaking, as newborn babies desire the pure milk of the word that you may grow. Desire the pure milk of the word that you may grow. And the whole uh, New Testament, the second half of the Bible, it all comes out of this experience of people being born again supernaturally. And now they're longing for God and thirsting for God. And the apostles are speaking to these new believers, and they're feeding them milk. And then as they grow up, they're feeding them some more substantial stuff, meat. And they start growing, and they start transforming. God transforms them, but then they also start to transform the world around them. And that is the miracle of the new birth. And those are the miracles that happen of the new birth. Amen? The first, a new heart and spirit. And these, these are all a gift. Second, that God lives within you personally. The third is assurance. Assurance that you have eternal life, that you're God's child, that you're forgiven, a new creation. The fourth is intimacy with Jesus. You begin to experience Jesus. You hear his voice. You start to see him with the eyes of your heart. He becomes real to you. It's not just, it's not just in the book. But Jesus becomes real to you. And then, lastly, there's new growth and transformation in our own lives. This is something I, I know that Yushi and Davina wanted me to share with you. It's this message of the good news. And I'm going to pray, and then I'm going to invite up Yushi and Davina, and we're going to dedicate little Joseph to the Lord. Amen? Sounds good. Father, we just want to thank you now for the joy of being born again. That joy of a new heart and a new spirit and a new life. And I want to pray this morning, if anybody does not know that joy, that they would open up their heart to you. Lord, I can't force them, but I ask that, Holy Spirit, you begin to work on their hearts and that they would know that this is the reason that they were created, was to know their Creator. And Lord, for every one of us who have been born again, let us be assured of what has happened to us, because the enemy tries to come and try to, tries to steal our joy, tries to get us confused. But I pray that our roots would go down deep in knowing that we are children of God, the old has passed, the new has come. You have freed us. You have given us a heart that wants to obey you and listen to you. So we thank you for what you have done in your life. Cause us to grow. In Jesus' name, amen.